Hi, this is Eric Post. I'm an economist here at ITR Economics, and I wanted to walk you through your January 2022 Mahita forecast report. First thing you'll notice is that the format looks a little bit different. We've updated our report template to be a little bit more modern, and it also has a few more features as well. Uh, we still have this economic overview and forecast for U.S. industrial production charted here. But you will notice we have a new terminology and methodology page. I think this one is easier to understand, cleaner to understand, and it connects what do we mean when we're talking about a monthly growth rate or a quarterly growth rate or a 312 rate of change. Uh, what do we mean by the various phases of the business cycle? So you can refer to this along with actual examples of uh, sample text and what they mean so that you know what the contents represent. The other feature that I really like is this new market dashboard. And what you can see here is that the growth rates for each of the year ends, the next three year ends, are colored. And in this case, they're all either uh, orange, yellowy orange, or green. And the yellowy orange color represents slowing growth, whereas the green represents accelerating growth. And so all of your markets are going to end uh, the next three years in either a slowing growth trend or an accelerating growth trend. So I just wanna walk through what this means. So right now, uh, US industrial production, the most recent data point is in phase B accelerating growth. So growth is gonna accelerate, but by the end of 2022, it'll only be growing 2.8%. So still growth, but just a slower pace than the 5.1% growth right now. Now it's gonna to continue to slow in part of 2023, but by the end of 2023, we can see that it's going to pick back up into accelerating growth. So that tells me that the growth rate low must occur sometime between the end of 2022 and the end of 2023. And then going forward, we can see the growth rate must rise to 3.1% by the end of 2024. But there it's colored in that yellowy orange color again. And so that's telling me that even though uh, overall we're going to see growth pick up in 2024 relative to 2023, there must be a growth rate peak before the end of 2024. And indeed, that's the case. We expect uh, third quarter 2023 business cycle low for US industrial production in a third quarter 2024 business cycle peak for US industrial production. So these uh, phase colors can really help you understand uh, how uh, really at a glance the different markets are progressing through time. And so what you can tell right off the bat here, just in terms of general tendencies is most markets have their lowest growth rates in 2023 when you're considering these next three years. A couple of exceptions to that are uh, warehouse construction. Right now, warehouse construction is just booming up 14.7%. We expect uh, it'll reach its peak uh, pretty soon and then slow uh, for the remainder of 2022, uh, ending the year at 16.3% growth, and then some more growth in 2023 and some more growth in 2024 as well. But really the double digit rise will be in the near term here as we work to fix our supply chain problems here in the US and process more goods uh, as we have this very robust demand. The other uh, exception sort of that, to that general 2023 will be softer than either 2024 or 2022 on a growth rate basis uh, is North America light vehicle production. Right now, uh, North America light vehicle production is already on the backside of the business cycle, 
the data trend is in decline. And the reason for that is not that there isn't demand for cars, it's all of the supply chain problems, most notably the semiconductor chip shortages. And so we are gonna produce more cars in 2022 uh, than we did here in the past year, but it's not going to be enough to fulfill demand uh, because we're still gonna have supply chain problems, particularly in the first half of this year. And so uh, we're looking for actually uh, even more of a bounce back in 2023 uh, because manufacturers will have those supply chain constraints abate and they'll be able to catch up a bit to demand. But by and large, uh, most of these markets, again, lower growth rates in 2023 than either 2022 or 2024. And as I said at the very beginning, none of these numbers are either blue or red. We're not going to see uh, recessionary cycles here uh, or below the year ago level, uh, which would be either phase A or phase D uh, in any of these markets here for the next three years. So what that tells me is that uh, you should be pretty aggressive in your mindset for the next three years, just not quite as aggressive as growth slows here in 2022. Uh, into 2023 as maybe you have been in 2021, and again, not as aggressive as you uh, will need to be in 2024 when the economy picks back up uh, and accelerates once again. So uh, really a, a good overall outlook for growth, uh, but there is that kind of nuance. Other note I'll make here is that when you look at the items that are denominated in dollars, so that would be Capital goods, new orders. This is a dollar-based series. Material handling equipment, new orders. This is a dollar-based series. Uh, warehouse construction is the dollars of construction that are put in place. And retail sales, the dollars that are spent, uh, they're rising at double digits. Whereas when you look at the unit production series, so whether it's U.S. Industrial Production Index, Food Production Index or North America Light Vehicle Production, which is just the count of vehicles produced, those are rising at a single digit pace. And so what you're seeing there in part is the impact of inflationary pressures. Uh, that really very robust inflation uh, here right now, um, about 7% on a consumer price level and double digits on a producer price level. We do expect that inflation is going to ease in 2022, 2023 for the most part, most during most of that time, but we're not going to get back to the really low uh, inflation rates uh, at the bottom of the business cycle this time around. You know, we grew really accustomed to half a percent inflation, 0% inflation, sometimes deflation, particularly on the producer price side, but we're not going to see that in this cycle. And so part of the cushion in this number, uh, in these numbers here on the screen, is the impact of inflation. But make no mistake, it's only partly inflation. A significant portion of this 20.3% is an increase in retail volume uh, for e-commerce. Uh, a significant part of this 15.0% is an increase in volume of capital goods orders. So uh, the other sort of distinction here is these orders trends and retail trends, what people are actually ordering or buying uh, has greatly exceeded our capacity to produce that. You can see that you know, only 5.1% industrial production growth versus 15.0% non-defense capital goods and orders growth. Even if you adjust for the dollar-based issue, 
clearly our ability to produce is not as great as our ability to demand those items. That's going to be changing as we move along here in 2022 into 2023. Demand is going to be softening. We know that because when we look at our system of leading indicators, we can see that four out of the five key leading indicators are showing that we'll have that slowing growth trend in industrial production. Uh, we, we don't have quite the full picture for the third quarter of 2022, but it's almost guaranteed that we'll see more slowing growth signals in the leading indicators for that quarter as well. And so as we see that happen, we're, we're going to see those demand pressures soften up. We will allow the supply to catch back up. We will see less uh, significant inflation, but still a bit elevated inflation given all of the stimulus and deficit spending that the government's been doing. Uh, and that's going to help uh, really things normalize. And so if I had to put 2022 uh, in a word, it would be, or two words, I guess, more normal. Uh, we'll, we'll see demand normalize, we'll see supply normalize, we'll see inflation normalize at least somewhat. And we're going to feel more normal uh, this time in 2023 uh, because of the more normal conditions of 2022. But as we see that cycle soften up, there are certain things you want to be considering. Uh, so far, you've probably been able to pass along almost any price increase to your customer. Your customer has been desperate to buy. Uh, that's, that'll be changing. Uh, you'll have a more price conscious consumer uh, moving into 2022 and especially into 2023. You have to take that into account in your product mix as well. Uh, and just in general, uh, people will become a little bit more conservative. But again, no recession. Uh, how do we know that? When we look at consumer data, it's rock solid. When you look at corporate balance sheets, there's uh, stuffed full of cash. And so there's plenty of liquidity, even with the Federal Reserve raising some interest rates uh, for us to push through uh, the next few years and uh, see higher economic growth. It just won't be at quite the same breakneck pace of rise that we grew accustomed to here in 2021. So that's a quick summary of the contents of your January 2022 Mahita report. I hope it's useful to you all. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us here at ITR Economics. Thank you so much.